finish our intro. Okay, good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. For those who are on YouTube Live, we're just asking that you remember to subscribe if you have not done so already, and then click the bell in the upper right-hand corner so that you can be notified every time that we come on. And remember to like and share. So we are definitely excited about Dr. Larry. He has been teaching about seducing spirits. You've been commenting. And um, also we wanna remind you that in the end, if you would like to give your takeaway, you can just put it in the chat and we will try to include it in the live uh, video. Okay, so Dr. Larry, we're gonna turn it back over to you. All right, all right, and I'm ready to turn it over too. I tell you what, we um, we hit several points. I normally uh, go back and review, but uh, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I wanna get right into this particular area that we're going into. And the title, uh, you need a subject uh, for your course of study, and you have a reference point to go back to, is the formation of the new world order seducing spirits formation of the new world order seducing spirits so you can go on youtube and you can pull that that subject up and uh study with us those prior the prior teaching that we did already uh we teach line up on line precept on precept here a little little and there a little we teach principles we teach keys we teach precepts we give you the foundation so in your own private person study, you'll be able to study the word effectively and understand what you are getting. Holy Spirit give the illumination. We don't give illumination, only the Holy Spirit does that. And uh, that'll fall under the uh, law of scholarship. And we've been teaching uh, kingdom, laws of the kingdom. And that's, uh, we just didn't quite finish the law of holiness and the Holy Spirit moved us into this vein. And the next one following that can be the law of scholarship. So um, what we see going on, what you hear and what you see has been planned. And the scriptures cover all of the events that's taking place now. There's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing happening right now that the word have not already told us that is going to happen. We just need to be king and sharp and know the word that we can be able to uh, help others and show them the way and get as many people that we can, not only saved, but into the knowledge of the truth. Plenty of people saved, but have no knowledge of the truth. And uh, the lives are just raggedy. They're not raggedy no more, they raggedy. And that's because of a shortage of knowledge. Now, I mentioned this in our marriage session that Hosea 4 and 6 says, and my people are destroyed or cut off, living in bad situations, bad circumstances. He said his people now, and he classified that. And he told us why. He said, because of a lack of knowledge. That's ignorance. Ignorance is a lack of knowledge. And then he said, because you have rejected my knowledge. And it wasn't that they were cut off because they was not hearing the knowledge. But what they heard, they was rejecting it. So he said, by you being rejecting it, now you don't have what you should have. I and mean, you don't know what you should know. And by you rejecting it, I'll, now I'm going to reject you and your children. And when the sword come in the land, <clears throat> it's going to devour. And we see that product right now. You know, so when knowledge come, we have responsibility to receive. I'm talking about light, knowledge of the kingdom. The knowledge, and won't be put in that category, where the 
okay, you reject him, he reject you. I mean, and then the children suffer as a result of it. And then we go th through different things as a result of being deceived, being seduced. You know, the enemy beginning there and deceived, then he's seduced. And, and, and I always want to blame the father for, you know, the Lord working in mysterious ways where, you know, everybody going through, everybody ain't going through. See, that's what Elihu called Elijah. That's what he said. He said, Lord, you got, I'm the only one living right. <clears throat> I'm the only one. I'm just going through it. Lord, I'm going through. I'm going through. And the father corrected him. He said, man, what you talking about? I got 7,000 folk having bowed a knee. <laughs> I mean, who are you? Don't, don't bring me that. That means that we have to acknowledge where we miss it at and also acknowledge that the father wants the best for all of us. And he wants us to have a plenty, plenty of the best at all times. And we don't understand something. Never blame him. One thing that this brother never, I never blame Holy Spirit, never blame Elohim. I never blame him for any bad things that was going on around me or in my life. I always ask him, what adjustment do I need to make? What am I missing? And many times it wasn't missing or an adjustment. It was simply the enemy wanted to stop the forward progress. And in that process, I learned how to use my authority and learn the word to just roll over and just keep moving. Just keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Got to keep on. Got to keep trucking. You see, but I never blame the Holy Spirit for nothing. So religion does that. And again, as a product of being uh, deceived, being seduced. So we're going to look at this word that the Englishman taught us, uh, but we're going to see what it meant in the original language of scripture, which is the Hebrew language, the ancient African Hebrew language. And I can prove it. The Hebrew is one of the oldest African language in the earth. Uh, it was once called a Madu Neder because it's written in picture language as well as latter words but we won't get into that now so let's look at seduce ministry tech going to pull this up we have two of them they want to look at and one is knock knock uh for seduce now what he is doing they are pulling up actually this study program that we use this digital library with over three thousand books in it at our disposal at any time so just click on that blue right there i don't know can y'all see it and that's going to show you this word here and just make the fonts bigger and this is personal development study we are trying to show out it's informal our main thing is to learn all right now this particular one here in the hebrew when it was translated into the english it means to drive away scatter from one another push away entice entice now uh scroll up just a little bit and we'll read that verse right there. Now watch this. Now we read this, uh, we study this a lot relative uh, to prophecy. Now in the Bureau, translated into Deuteronomy, they didn't, know none, they didn't know anything about no Deuteronomy, okay? These books should keep the original titles because the characters in scripture never became Englishmen. And we all can say the Bureau. You're welcome. He said, but that prophet 
or the dreamer of that dream shall be executed for he or she spoke falsely about Yahweh Elohim the one bringing you out of from the land of Egypt of Mitzram ancient Kemet and the one redeeming you from the house of slavery in order to seduce in order to knock seduce you to scatter you to pull you away all right now let's look at this other one Nidah. that's how you pronounce that one now we're looking at this other word that's primary used in original scripture and it's pronounced patha patha i could go in the hebrew letter word meaning i maybe i'll do that later because i want to get somewhere now, this one means to drive away, scatter from one another, push away, entice. See, entice. Now, uh, what is that? Shemot 22 and 16. EX, that's, yeah. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged and he lies with her, he surely will give her bride price to have her as his wife. Now, this one here has a different meaning, but yet similar. Now, it means to be simple, be inexpert, to be gullible, to be persuaded. You see, now the other word was having to do first, he have to pull a person away from truth in order to persuade. That's why we talk about being a seed and then being seduced. And it's very important that we understand that these are spirits. Remember when over in Timotheus, and show you can take it down and show you that you got doctrines of demons. Doctrines is what they teach. The demons are the spirits that's teaching this trash through their agents. And we went over into the book of Corinthians and showed you where Satan has his ministers. He mimicked everything the fathers have. He have his false emissaries, his false prophets, his false evangelists, his false teachers. They masquerading just like he is. In other words, they are hypocrites. And we and we looked at those. We also looked at the agents that's used primarily in the secular world system, and that's media. Most of them are your favorite entertainers, your favorite singers, gospel and secular. They have a mixture in it, and the power of influence will first pull a person away from the truth and then seduce them into doing what that particular uh, source want them to do, okay? And that's, that's Satan. So let's go to our notes. I just want to cover those words seduce from the original. And like I said, we'll come back later and we deal with each Hebrew letter word meaning. And actually that's how you validate the uh, meaning of the original language. You validate it from Yeshua because he said, I'm the olive and the tar, you know, and the uh, writers, the uh, ancestors didn't even know uh, what that meant. And it's in right there in the book of uh, Genesis, uh, called Genesis, Bereshit, uh, in the first verse. And I say this often, I'm going to keep saying it because if you go check it out in Hebrew, you see it from yourself. The English says in the beginning, God, Elohim, created the heavens and the earth. The Hebrew says, Barashi bara Elohim et Hashemim ha'arest. In the beginning, Elohim created the olive tav. The olive tav created the heavens and the earth. 
Now that all the top is in the original scriptures, but it's left out in all the translations. I wonder why. I wonder what's the Greeks and Romans behind that. Got your answer. Yes. Let's go to our notes and let's look at this area, another area these seducing spirits they're operating in. And again, you all can go back at any time, go on our YouTube channel. I think this is our third session because I don't want to have to reteach stuff every time and you can look at it. Come on, go to our notes, Ministry Tech. Okay, here's another area. Uh, we're not on that. We're not on Jesse yet. We're not on Jesse yet. We own, uh, what is that, number 14? Yeah. We're going to get that. Her name really is Isabel, the original, how you pronounce it. But we're going to get there. Now, seducing spirits have a mission to carry out for Satan or Satan in the original. And that is, we're going to deal with this one right here, to turn children against their parents. And this is one of the main agendas of the music. Wait a minute. Mine say hip hop and music media ministry. Maybe I put mine in, y'all didn't do yours. All right. That's one of the main agendas of the music and media industry. Now, let's look at this next note here. We're going to go to scripture. Note, you don't have, let's get the right note. Y'all got the other one. Let's get the updated uh, notes that we're studying from, because that's that's not it. So you can go and close it. And I'm going to talk for a minute where y'all get the updated one. I think this happened last week too. Okay, so the children, and we're going to look at Malachi, called Malachi 4, and we'll see, whereas the scripture says that the father was going to send Elihu, called Elijah, the spirit of Elihu, to turn, change. Hold on a minute. Y'all hold on just a minute to change or turn the hearts of the father to the children and the hearts of the children to the father. Let's put that verse up. I had it already ready, but let's put that verse up. And then when you get the, get the updated notes uh, straightened out, then I'm gonna show you how that literally reads in the Hebrew. So these seducing spirits have captivated the heart of most of the youth already through music, through media, through the rappers, uh, male and female, uh, what's being projected in Hollywood, you know, and these images, they get into the mind. And then instead of having a holy image, a righteous image in the minds of our children, they, they going back father and father with the children. Instead of having those images, they have a demonic image and a demonic message, you see. Uh, you notice when they uh, go to concerts and stuff, everybody got their hands lifted up. They getting close to the stage as they possibly can. And if you go to a congregation worship, you see the same thing going on. And as I uh, shared with y'all early, earlier, if you look at, uh, go back in scripture, you look at Baal worship, where they would heat this iron statue, statue that represented Baal. And it had some hands in front of them. These big hot, these big iron hands, they would heat them up until they turned red, literally red. And they would take the babies and the children and sacrifice them. They would throw them on those hands. And then they would have the music going and the drum beat so loud, doom, doom, doom. What a hip, a hop, doom, doom, doom. And blah, 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 doom, doom, doom. 
And actually that was there to drown out the screams of the children. They were being burned alive. And scripture talk about not passing your children through the fire. Same thing, same thing. That's what music does. This music that's out here is not, if it's not what the father wants to hear, then it's, it's, it's the money. Drown no cries and screams out of the children as they were sacrificing them to demons, basically. Same thing is going on now. So the children, younger and younger, they have the AirPods on. I don't know how to get all those expensive stuff. They don't have no job. So somebody buying it for them. And that's what they are listening to. And really on the inside, they're screaming out for their fathers, uh, for the foundations in the family, which has been missing. But the music is, drown, uh, is drowning all of that out. See, Satan, he know what he is doing. He's doing this through his seducing agents. First deception, then seduction. Now let's look at if you uh, minister take if you have that note, I want to uh put, show this if you got it. Go to that next verse. There we go. See, now, now y'all flowing. Now you finally got anointed. Finally got anointed. Thank you. Okay, here it is. See, I'm sending e Elahu, actually, the way it's pronounced it, the prophet before the coming of the great and awesome day of Yahweh. You see this? Now, uh, he's talking about the anointing, the same anointing to call kings to the carpet and straighten stuff out that Elahu had on him is what. Is, is the same anointing that the father is sending now. Now, you remember Yochanan? He was a type of Elihu. And the scripture talks about that, that the anointing was on Yochanan called John. And he was out there in the wilderness telling folk, get ready, uh, the Lord is coming. Repent, turn, I'm making, I'm making preparation for the real deal to come in here and do what he got to do. Cousins is coming in a minute, you know, it was cousins. So. He, he's making reference to the anointing that was on Elihu, that was on Yochanan. That anointing is what he said that he is sending before everything get the shake, rattling, roll start taking place. And some, some people don't believe that, but they'll be here to see it. And all we can do is say, we told you. And watch this. And he said, he shall, talking about this anointing, turn the hearts of the fathers. That word in Hebrew is not talking about parents. It's actually talking about men father, husband of the home, foundation of the family, to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Least I come and strike the earth with utter destruction. Now, we know based on the precepts, which are original thoughts of the father, the keys and principles that we have discovered in the scriptures, that the father don't want to curse nothing or nobody. He didn't create us to curse us. That's, that's not his MO. Things happen because of what we do. So let's look at this next note. And we already broke it down uh, using keys of revelation. I mean, y'all know we got the book out to study these Hebrew letter words meaning and see what he was actually saying here. You won't get this from the lexicons. You'll only get it from knowing what each Hebrew letter word mean in the Hebrew the letters, each letter is a word that you can spell out and each one carries its own meaning. Now, the original meaning, I did the work for you, is what he was saying 
when it when you see there where it said least i come and strike the earth with a curse this how it should be rendered beware of what will come in and establish itself in the leader of the family and mark or identify him as being a curse you see and i got the hebrew letter word and that's where we we extracted those meanings from this word boar that is right here in this word come this word come is a translation of the hebrew word boar and that's the spelling of it right there aleph va ta so what he is saying is that a fake father leader is going to set himself up as the foundation in the family and once that take place he will mark that family with a curse we are we are products right now of basically of a fatherless society and i got some scriptures here even a secular world will tell you that most of your children that's in prison they're selling drugs that's uh promiscuous that's getting pregnant out of wedlock selling drugs they didn't have no father in the home even the secular world finally waking up to that fact. The father is the foundation of the family and the source. That's the father, husband, father. Now, what Elohim is telling us is that least this continue to go on, he got the answer. He's going to send an anointing to work on these fathers to turn them back to the children and work on the children, turn them back to the father. But first, there must be eradication of the hypocrite who was setting up as a father. Children are being influenced. Youth are being influenced by celebrities, by rappers, by football players, by basketball players. Everybody want to be like Mike. How many want to be like their father? Well, they can't because the father's not there. He's been taken out of the home. Back in the 70s, this started. But the government saying, well, if you got a man around there, we're not going to give you no check. Get rid of him. That was the plan of the enemy. Well, if a man there, you, even in our city right now, our mayor, uh, his main agenda is to empower women and neglect men. Men are the foundation. We didn't make this up. This is the way the creator set this up. And of course, I know the government of the secular world is not the government of the kingdom. I'm aware of that. I'm talking to citizens of the kingdom of heaven who are falling for the same stuff that everybody else is falling for and are short in acquiring knowledge in these areas. And by being like that, then taking on the knowledge of darkness, because you let your children listen to hip hop and rap. You let them sit up and watch TV all day long. You praise them when they look like Beyonce and and and. That's the only rapper I, I knew. I don't I don't know any other ones. <laughs> you know, uh, the other ones that's out here and they get half buck naked, then your daughter get half buck naked. This thing just, just happened in our city. It's, it's nothing new. It's nothing new. Uh, but our male, he, he spoke a curse over the city. He said, I want to, I don't want to strengthen the foundations of the family. I don't, I, we make sure we're not going to do this stuff the way the scriptures say do it. That's we're going to go the other route. And we're going to set someone else up as the husband fathers in these families. And Shelby County alone, 
over 75% of the households don't have fathers. They're single parents. I don't, and I know it's the same way in other cities. It's, it's terrible. All of this was planned by seducing spirits. That's what that's the main thing we want to get at and identify these agents, these seducers, this music, media, uh, and all this stuff that's put in play to do one thing, and that's destroy the family that Elohim designed. You know, I, I say this over and over again. When Barack Hussein Obama approved same-sex marriage, that it was over. Now, I used to fight it. I don't fight it no more because the Holy Spirit told me, he said, that's not my government. They they do exactly what they want to do. So quit tripping. And I stopped tripping. I stopped teaching against it. I stopped fighting. He said, he said that my government is not this government and you cannot mix them. That's the way the world is going to go. And I should have known better because, you know, I teach eschatology, last things. I know prophecy. I know how things are going to turn out. I know that the anti-Messiah he is a full-blown homosexual. We know this. Uh, we know why the alphabet community have the wealth and power that they have and are orchestrating things. I knew all that. And but you know, he just told me just stop. He said, stop and start teaching the message of the kingdom. Teach my government to my people, because everybody don't belong to him. Uh, everybody belongs to him by creative rights, but in terms of being sons and daughters of Elium, everybody haven't been born, haven't been saved. Now. That's that's what the seducing spirits, the family is the core foundation of every community, every city, every state, every nation, the family is. So if you replace the influence of the source husband, father with an entertainer, a rapper, whatever message they have, that's going to develop in the children. So this thing that just happened with this guy going around shooting people, <clears throat> he was a gangbanger. <clears throat> Matter of fact, he was rapping when he was shooting. You don't know about no father, nothing about that. There's plenty of them here in our city and your city too. And the women doing the best they can, but women never was designed to be a foundation and to be a source. The father designed it and he want us as citizens to acknowledge his plan and go his way. Now let's look at what happened when fathers are absent. We know the seducing spirits are the main ones operating to get them out of there. Now you got men in the home, that don't mean he's a father. Father have vision. We're talking about citizens of the kingdom, remember? That's what we're talking about. Let's look at this next note. What happened when fathers are absent? Well, again, if you go to the original language, anytime you got a question, please. This is a personal development session. It's informal. If you got a question uh, that's going to help you connect the dots, we're going to entertain that. My wife already said, if you're in YouTube Live, you can post yours in the chat, and we'll entertain your question, help you connect the dots. We will we'll not debate with nobody. Nobody. All right. So what happens when fathers are absent? Well, to get the real answer, you go back to the Hebrew language that the father originally spoke to man in, communicated to us in, and had his writers originally to write to us in this particular language. You look at the word anger in the Hebrew, and that's that second line. Ayah, anger. Anger. Uh, it's translated as being hatred, to be hostile, to treat as an enemy. You got all these mad young men around here calling the women bees and got all these mad women around here sleeping around, fighting each other. Just, I mean, it's crazy. It's just flat crazy. I know if our mama was alive, she'd still be beaten, but 
because our parents didn't stand for that mess. It just wasn't going to happen. Now, let's find out. Let's extract the answer out of this Hebrew word. Now, Aleph Bayet spells father. When you see an Aleph and a Yud, it spells where or is telling us something is present as a result of something else being missing. This is like this because something is missing. And then you go to the Hebrew opponent there for me, ministry tech. This Hebrew word, Ayab, right there, that second line. You got the spelling for the word father, but there's a U in here too. So what are you saying that Olive U, because the father, Olive Bayet, is missing, you have anger and hatred and hostility and chaos and uh, 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 teens in prison, killing each other, shooting each other, carjackings, all of this because the father's in that present. Now that's what the words say. And here are seven things are a product of that. Dysfunctional family, sex, promiscuity, sex everywhere, drugs, murder, abortion. Abortion is murder, if y'all don't know that. All right. High crime, poverty, and corruption. In Shelby County, over half of our kids living in poverty. And there's plenty of money around here, plenty. And the male been empowering women for eight years, and we're still in poverty because that government is secular and what they are doing will never work. If they were to apply the principles of the government of the kingdom, things would change. They don't know. You can't merge it. You can apply the principles and get the same results. So us being citizens of the kingdom of heaven, we get this knowledge. At least we know what to do in our families and know what we should be supporting and know what we should be doing. And we are aware of what's going on. So we, we cut all that stuff. We just don't celebrate your children because we was raised up with a, a limited knowledge. Then you can raise your children the same way. I mean, it, you had your sweet 16 and had sex and everything else. Now you're raising children the same way. No, not if you're born, you don't do that. You don't do that. But if you got some weak jelly back pastor telling you it's okay, then now you got a spirit of Baal over you. Balaam and Isabel called Jezebel, which is a seducing spirit. Remember, deception have to take place first. You have to pull the people away from the truth in order to seduce them and begin to control their lives. Okay, let's go to this next one here. Let's identify a father since we've been talking about it. Now, mislaid 20, 29 and 18, mislead 29 and 18, call Proverbs. You know, that's colonization. That's all, colonization. The original scripture give us accurate knowledge. Let's qualify what a father is based on how they should be interpreted. See, where there is no revelation, the way it is rendered is where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. See, well, if you don't have a vision, then uh, uh, you, you're not going to be successful. Everybody need a vision, vision, vision. He wasn't even talking about that. If you don't have a vision, you're not, uh, we got no, no, and no, stop. Let's stop and get, let's get educated. <clears throat> we don't, we don't want the education, we want the education. Let's break this down in Hebrew. 
where though where there is no revelation you see those words there there they are right there Bethan hazan Bethane hazan all of that comes from two two hebrew words and what they mean is where no life which is vision is coming from the inside the house the father the people cast off restraint and i got it into in the interlinear translation pointed at demetrius uh Elder Demetrius. You see, there it is right there. So I didn't make it up where there's no vi vision. People cast off restraint. You see this, but yet that first red arrow. And then you see the second one, but thing, Olive, there the youth is again, and a noon. And then a third arrow to the right is the Hebrew word Hazan, which is translating to the English uh, revelation. So again, Olive, you, because the seed, carrier that's what noon mean one of mean for you noon is seed the seed carrier who is the father is missing there is no revelation this but yet is all the way over here here's the olive over here that spells father the father now he's making being specific and detailed and letting us know he's talking about each the male man the father because of that noon right there and the ancient African Madu Nieder, the picture language is, or the picture for noon is a seed that sprouted. Men carry seed. Source is in the seed. If you want an apple farm, you don't need to buy a lot of apple trees. You get one seed, and when it, within that seed are millions of apple trees because they're going to continue to reproduce after their own kind. So what he is saying is because the seed carrier, who is the father source, is missing. If he is missing, there is no vision. And if there's no vision, then the family is out of order. So it is not just a man. It's a man who have the vision of the heavenly father. Vision is a revelation of purpose. This man know his purpose by being in the presence of the anointing in its proper position. And if you have that in place, the family is gonna be in order. The, the devil, he knows this. He know this. So he just, he stick a knucklehead in there who don't know nothing about the word, don't know anything about the original plan for a husband, father, and the family, don't know how to connect, don't know how to pray. He just pay bills. He'd have that there, or he take the the man out of the family altogether, so he never will get the opportunity to learn. Because he know if that source is there, that's carrying vision of the heavenly father, then that family is gonna be in order, is gonna be empowered, and these seducing spirits won't be able to contend with it. See, the enemy, he, he know the word better than we do. Oh, Lucifer, he knows this. So I want to show you that, so you see what a father source is, based on the description that the heavenly father has given us in his word now let's go to this next one here so that's his agenda now before we start on on jesse wait a minute we'll we hit jesse in a minute i want to make sure we have any uh uh questions i know you're getting a lot but let me tell you this this teaching on miss leah called proverbs malachi calls malachi we got a, a series called fight for the family and we, if you go on a YouTube channel, you'll see a category with, I, I know at least 50, 60 video teaching 
on what we're talking about right now. So you have it all. So don't try, don't take my word for it. Go back, take your time and study, and your eyes are gonna come open. They might pop out when you see what's actually going on. Uh, go ahead, Dr. Nia. I think uh, you got your hand up here. Yes. Um, the question I wanted to ask was if the woman is trying to raise her children um, and there's no father with vision present, what should she do? Whether this is because of uh, divorce, widow, or she was never married, what what are some things she could do? Oh, that's that's easy right there. I mean, that's been provided. Provisions have been made for that in the word already. And y'all remember over in Corinthian when he said that if a, a, a marriage take place, you know, they was married at first and then one of them gets saved and the other one don't. And then he says, well, if that person is not saved, desire to live with that woman or man, vice versa, you let them do it because the family is blessed through the believing one. And he also went on to say, because of the angels, the Malachans called angels, they are there to bless the family, but someone have to be in order with the word. Now, if the a man is not there at all, then the woman can never be a man. She cannot be a source. She don't carry seeds. She is not the foundation. That's not the way the father designed it. But the woman can obey the word that she know and expose those children to a father source with vision. See, a man is a father before he have children. <laughs> before he get a family. That's the problem. We jump into stuff and not ready for it. There are men around who are setting the example that she can expose those children to without trying to jump in the bed with and stuff like that, you know, to promote the vision, which is a revelation of purpose of what the father had for those children. And it used to be like that when the men were, were, were about something and they hadn't been desecrated like they have now. So again, I hear women say, well, I, I, I can, I don't need no man. Yes, you do. You just, and, and you call yourself saved. So you're telling the father, he don't know what he's doing, <laughs> you know? And we have uh, people in our ministry, uh, ladies that are raising their children. They understand this though. They understand I can't, I can't be his dad. I can't never be a source, but what I can do, I can teach him the word. I can make sure he stay away from these old pimps and players. I can make sure if he be around someone, that these men are anointed, uh, they'll say, uh, they're walking in vision, revelation of their purpose, and the children will see those patterns and they'll follow after that. Because that's another definition of the word son over in Mishleah 3, the word Hebrew word being, it actually means build of the family name by way of being patterns. Men are patterns. So what she do, learn the pattern and teach the children. Because women are the support system of the family, you see. So what the uh, enemy does, he go move the foundation out. Now, the women don't have nothing to support. He's smart. He's very smart in how he does things. And this is another reason why the enemy, the old, old Lucifer, I just call him Slewfoot, old Lucifer, attack women the way he do. Because if he weakened the support that the foundation need, then the house falls anyway. It's just like in a house. You see the house, big old nice house. 
80,000 square foot, you're looking at all the structure, ooh, these ceilings, wow, this, uh, well, all of that's standing on the foundation. And that foundation is being held together by support. You get steel in the foundation, you get the footing, you get the steel, you get the, the uh, they use fiber mash now, you get steel wire with that cement hold to to hold it together. That's, that's the women being, being a support. Then the family, the house can be built. So you either take the foundation away completely and she have nothing to support. Or the foundation is there, then you destroy the support, mar it, hurt it, damage it, and you get a weak support system and the foundation can't function properly. So what I say to single women raising children, just do what you do, do what you're called to do, teach them the word, don't compromise, don't try to be a man, don't holler and raise your voice, that's not your, that's not your giftings. You lead them by influence and expose them to other men that you know are operating in the word. And those children, the father's not going to let them come up any other way but fine. And still strive to uh, get remarried. Still strive for that. Still have it on your, on your program. Don't do like these old hard-headed boy women doing. I don't need no man. To, I'm going to raise my kids by myself. You slapping the father in the face again because he designed it for two parents to be in the home. Okay. All right. Okay. Now um, let's look at another uh, seducing spirit. Let's look at this particular spirit, the spirit of Jezebel or Isabel. I thought I changed mine to Isabel, but anyway, it's Isabel. It's how you really pronounce it. And the spirit of Jezebel main mission is to destroy. Hear me good to destroy all influence of true men and women of Elohim and kill Elohim's prophet, the true prophets, the true prophetic voice. He, this, this spirit, and this spirit operate in men just like it does women, it's a spirit. Now we know about Jezebel in the scripture, Isabel in the scripture was a woman the wife of Ahab, and she basically ran things through him. And that's what this spirit main agenda, I'm, I'm going to give you uh, about six points in a minute here, is to control, not to be out front in leadership, but be right next to leadership to control the agenda of leadership, to be, be in charge without you seeing the spirit. That's the spirit of Jezebel. And when we get into it, you might be hollering out, that's me. So that's why the word come. It's a spirit, you know, uh, it's deceiving. Like I say all the time, I don't think no one who was born again and got any kind of sense will wake up and say, hey, y'all, I'm going to be deceived today. Yeah, I'm going out. Hey, let, let's get together and drink coffee and get seduced. That's what we're going to do. So when we talk about these spirits, never say that's not me. The word wouldn't be coming if the spirit wasn't hanging around doing things. It's in the the, the culture, we know that. We want to make sure it's not in us, not in our homes, not in our families. If we knew better, we would what? Do better. All right, let's look at a couple of things. I know, uh, let me watch my time. We're going to be on OJZ for a while. Who is it? We're going to be on it for a while. I've, I've, I've had to deal with this spirit. Every pastor have to know and be knowledgeable of this spirit because this is one of the main ones that attack not only the senior leader, but all the leadership. 
especially in the prayer ministry. There it is, Jezebel, Isabel, assignments from hell. Here's some of this, this now we say spirit, right? Now I'm not talking about the lady with the red dress and the, and the point, uh, pointed shoes. Um, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about the spirit. It's seducing spirit. Number one, to infiltrate the prayer ministry. Yes, sir. The prayer ministry. And for seven, what, seven to 10 years? I know seven years, I served as prayer coordinator. In every ministry I was a part of, I, I, went, I ain't been all over the place. No, just two. Was it two, three? See, Word of Faith. Then I helped out in New Dimensions. And then New Azula. Right. And each one, I was anointed in the area of prayer. And this is what I did. I taught them how to pray. Did all night shut-ins. Got them filled with the Holy Spirit. Taught from the Word. Taught from the Word. Taught from the Word. And oh, is it was the main one that I had to deal with in the prayer ministry to keep it out. Infiltrate the prayer ministry. See, uh, prayer, the scripture said, Mr. Leah 14 and 4, I believe. So where no oxen are. And that word oxen actually spells out the Hebrew letter word Aleph. When you look at the original language, it's Aleph. And that's the authority of the power, the authority of the Father's word. When you spell Aleph out, you look at it in the Hebrew letter word meaning Aleph, uh, pay, Lamed. Lamed means authority, control, pay means to speak the power of the word. Aleph is talking about the Father. So actually, it should be interpreted where the authority of the word of the Father is, there's much increase. It's translated into English, oxen. But when the crib is clean, you don't, you have decrease. The crib is just talking about what they eat. So if the people who are praying are being fed properly, the word, you're feeding them the word, and they're allowed to function like they should, and they're going to be praying that word, where that word is established, you're going to have much increase. Jezza, I'm just going to say Jezza, for, you know, for the sake of saying it, Isabel, notice, this spirit notice. So the Lucifer assigned this spirit to cut that off. He don't want no increase. He don't want strong people who are praying. Notice I didn't say prayer warriors because the Malachans, angels, they are the warring spirits. We ain't got no business warring nobody. <laughs> but in, I won't get into that right now. But people are strong in prayer, that prayer ministry, praying, praying. When they are in place, then you have increase. Jezebel come in and get them offended, turn the pastor against them, cause him to overlook them. And once they get offended, and get overlooked, they stop praying. And another spirit come in and seduces the leadership into going a different way. Now, now you got all kind of trash stuff going on in the congregation within the ministry that's not anointed, has nothing to do with the plan of the Father. Because the, the people praying, who are the pillars, let me give you this example. We was in uh, Yisrael. I was in Yisrael in 80. Uh, was that 87? 88. Yeah, 88. And Dr. Crocker was teaching. We was in this particular building, uh, whereas Yokan on them, they they ministered there, you know, John and back in the day. And he was showing us these pillars. He said, Y'all see these pillars underneath this building? A pillar is a like a column, a support structure. 
is around a support structure, you know. And he said, you see these iron bands they put around those? I understood because, you know, I, I was doing my construction then and contracted then. I said, yeah, that's to hold the pillars together, keep them, you know, so we can keep using. He said, those are intercessors. And those iron bands are the support that they need for others to wrap their arms around them and support them in what they are doing because they are holding up the ministry. And he said, you take that off and you see these cracks here, then once those pillars crush and fall, all this coming down. All of it's coming down. I, I watched ministry come down like that. Because attack with Isabel came in and attacked the, the prayer ministry, got the pastor looking at them cross-eyed and all this kind of stuff. It stopped all of that. We used to pray an hour before any word got taught. If we started at eight o'clock, prayer ministry ends at seven. Now I was over prayer to each ministry. Nothing got taught until prayer, prayer a minimum hour. When pastor would go and teach somewhere, he would bring the prayer uh, team with him. We'd go in an hour early and pray, and then they went in to talk. But at this one ministry, Jezebel got in and took over and took the uh, leadership in a different way. And next thing you know, sexual immorality, leaders sleeping with everybody, and there's all kind of crazy stuff going on. And he was right about that. It That's what... Just, and the spirit, what it does is that you have people know more than the pastor all the time and going to tell the pastor how to lead the ministry, how to teach the word, how to pray, how to set stuff up. That's a Jesuit. I tell you, I, I've had to tell several, but I tell you what, look like the father made an error. You, you supposed to be the pastor. I don't supposed to be pastor. You supposed to be doing this. If you're going to tell me how to do stuff, I'm spirit filled, know the voice of my spirit, know the Holy Spirit, know the chief shepherd, Yeshua himself. And I got a man in the city I submit to and people listen to what I'm teaching. So you need to be in this position. I need to be in your position. Now, I don't mean that, Pastor. Yes, you do. So don't come to me like that. I don't, I don't play like that. I know what I'm doing, know what I'm called to do. I know how to do what I'm doing. If I get in an error, he correct my ring quick. I get correction you don't want to get, believe me. And that woman right there, my sister, she can validate some of the things that I went through where folk in this city was trying to kill me. And, and she stood there all the time, the whole time, constantly praying, keeping the ministry up, seeing what's really going on, watching those spirits. She would come and minister for us, identify that stuff, identify the spirits, you know. And that last one, I think Lean came, she said, well, the Lord gonna prune. I said, I already been pruned. I went to California, came back, 25 folk gone over a lie. They told people that we had moved. I said, move? And y'all believed it? If you believe that, you need to go. We had 16 doors in that building. I said, there's each one. Hey, pick one. Pick one, Charlie Joe, and you can go. And then lean to my with Lord, say he pruning some more. I said, well, we good. I got my wife and kids. We'll just keep rolling. That's the way we started. That's where we at. <laughs> we just kept right on rolling. That Jezebel spirit infiltrate. Let's go back to our notes. That spirit will infiltrate. So if, if you are, are skillful in prayer and know how to pray, I'm talking about with the lifestyle to go with it. I see your hand, Elder, before we get the next. And you got a I'm, I'm lifestyle to go with it. See, a yob called Job says, if people are guilty, they can be delivered by the innocence by the cleanness of your hands, you being innocent. I know a lot of folk praying and got a regular lifestyle. You can forget about it. 
The father's not answering that. That's Lucifer doing stuff to make you think you're right and you're wrong. He cannot and will not respond to a person who is walking in sin and rebellion. No. That's why I be saying some people need to quit telling folk they're praying for them because they're not getting nowhere. Their hands dirty. But that being said, let me let my son, Elder Misha, ask his question on. Ask your question on. Yes. Uh, my question is, because um, we're talking about the assignments from hell, uh, Jezebel. And uh, my question is, is, is it a law being activated even in that sense? Because the first thing that came to my mind was a law of influence. When you're talking about like infiltrating and the next one, uh, establishing a relationship with key leaders and, and things like that. Is that like the main source of like how they get people to do that? If, there's a, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you got, uh, listen, y'all, I just don't tell a lot of stuff because <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to stay teaching the word. I, if it's going to uh, help someone understand and let you know how real this stuff is, then I'll tell it. I watch people do stuff. You know, I mean, they have church after church. <laughs> we get out, they got everybody over their house, you know, eating real, barbecuing and and listening to James Brown and stuff and influencing them with negativity, dropping seeds of discord against what we are doing in the vision. I've watched them develop relationships. Holy Spirit said, let the wheat stay with the tear. He'll deal with that. I wouldn't get up on the pulpit and say, y'all's on this. And, uh, 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 uh. I ain't got time for that. I'm not doing it. Yes, yeah, so the spirit of Jezebel, Isabel, first go after the people who are operating in prayer. And they go after prophetic people who are actually true prophetic. But they come in, oh, you know, you should be teaching. And you should be doing this and, and so on, so, so on, so on. So, you know, Lord, understand. And you ain't married, child. No, you need a man every now and then. Lord, understand, he's still going to use you. And, and, and I had a person do this. Since they so anointed, I let them teach. And they got through. When they go to, went to pray, I stand right there because I'm accountable for what's spoken into the souls of the people. I'm accountable that I pass. So I just stand there and walk with them. And she telling folk, telling women that they all right and... Uh, you know, the Lord understand and this, that, and the other. And I, I just I, I just let, let them get through. And then when they got through, I call all of them back up there. And I say, did you believe what this false prophet just told you? They're a witness right there. My wife, a witness. Alicia, you know, they was young, but they was watching and laughing and stuff. And the other kids would tell you this. I said, so what word that I teach that you can be having sex and you going to heaven at the same time. Or uh, you know you're having sex and you can prophesy and dance and flop all right around the pool of it like you're doing. That's why I sit your tail down. I said, what word did I teach you? As all y'all come back up here, who she touched, laid hands on it, and let me get this spirit off of you. And I told her, we don't teach that. I don't do that. I just gave you opportunity so you can expose yourself. Did they leave the ministry? Of course they did. They ain't going to repent. Trying to just, just or you know, get stuff started. And because I wouldn't tell people, I let the lie travel, but I knew the truth would deal with the lie. And I didn't allow the congregation to change my leadership style with the Holy Spirit, how he was leading me. So yes, these spirits, they'll get close to people 
even pay the light bills and everything. And they'll stop imparting another vision. I call them parking lot prophets. We, we'll have some true prophetic people around us that live in regular lives. There are no benefit to the kingdom. Uh, they're constantly spreading mixture and error because the Jezebel spirit got a hold to them and they wouldn't listen to the word that was being taught to deliver it. All right, let's look at this next one there. Then I think we're going to stop uh, to establish, well, at least we'll read them, then we'll come back and deal with them. So you identify the spirit, infiltrate, infiltrate the prayer ministry, establish relationship with key leaders. There it is right there. Key leaders, establish relationships. Get as close to the senior leaders, leaders, plural, or pastor as possible to direct the vision of the ministry. You know, I think if pastor do this this way, we'll have more people. Pastor, pastor the people that the Holy Spirit give them. It can be two, two thousand, two million pastor, pastor the people that the Holy Spirit give, them, not the ones you think. That that's the way that go. Well, you know, we we'll grow if we can just uh, have some concerts and. And, and do this, okay, all right, okay, we're not doing it. To direct the vision of the ministry. Operate in prophecy and prayer separate from accountability and judgment of congregational leadership. I'm just touching these, I'm summarizing, but we're gonna come back and get all up in here. We're gonna walk that dog through that park, believe me. Operate in prophecy and prayer. In the prayer, you supposed to be praying. We schedule you, and this has happened. I was in another ministry, and it got out of control, and the pastor pointed me over the prayer ministry. <laughs> and they didn't like me, because I take that scripture. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going. We stand in order. We come to pray. We didn't come to prophesy. You can prophesy at the end of prayer all you want to. Well, we can hear what you are saying and judge it. I've had this happen. I, we done been through some stuff on this one. And uh, <laughs> see, if you're interceding, you're interceding. It's a time for everything. If you're praying, you're praying. There's a prophetic prayer, but this ain't time for you to go stop folk from praying and prophesy to them. That's out of order. Anything that's out of order is demonic. We've had this stuff happen, all right? And when we get through praying, everybody come together and we still do it. Okay, anybody got a, a prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, share it. If it's authentic and it's truly from the Holy Spirit person, got no spirit, no problem sharing it with, see, that's being accountable to the judgment of the congregational leadership. Whoever's over that prayer uh, that night, uh, other elders that are there, then that know the word, that are mature in the word, that need to be judged. See, the spirits of the prophet are subject to the prophet. You don't just say everything because you want to. And then prophesy so it can be discerned to make sure that this is on point and won't defile a brain contamination within the souls of the people. But Jezebel going to prophesy anyhow. And I told her, I'm, I'm not hanging around prayer just so the spirit won't, won't act a fool. I just want to schedule the person for prayer. And then I tell other leaders, you see this stuff, you stop it. I don't have to be there. You stop it. You know it's in error. Handle your business. Handle that business. That business. Handle your business. All right, let's let's summarize it. We're going to stop. All right, operate in prophecy and prayer. So a lot of prophets around here are not true prophets. They are carrying the spirit of Isabel or Jezebel. 
And I tell all the congregation, I said, listen, if you run across a true prophet, this is their lifestyle. This is how they're going to operate. They'll tell you, just talk to your pastor about that and make sure there's on point. Oh, no, you want to run to some prophet, you know, and getting all these instructions and directions and then get messed up. And here you come. Ooh, pastor, this happened. Why are you telling me? Go tell the prophet. They told you to do. What, why are you bothering me with this now? I'm going to tell you the same thing I told you at first. Uh, run into this, this prayer meeting over here. That, great, go to the prayer meeting if it's in order. If leadership is there to make sure everything is brought to accountability. True prophets have no problem prophesying in the presence of the pastors or leaders. They have no problem doing it. But people out here messing with the sheep, fondling the sheep, molesting the sheep for their own selfish gain. And then you run off and do something crazy and don't work. Come on, uh, let's establish. Establish. Let's, let's get these notes back up. I'm trying not to rush this, but I want to go on in this, this session here. Establish the spirit of sexual immorality with, within the leadership and congregation. Not just leadership, but the congregation too. So I had to, I had to, I had to, yes. Oh, yes. I've had people tell me that you told me you called. You told me you're ill. I ain't gonna tell you nothing. I'm a teacher, you know, do what I'm supposed to do. And that's between you and the Lord. And he he does, he handles stuff. I've had brothers, you know, here you are buying another woman a car. And, and you think you getting you teaching something here, and I know about it. No, sir. It ain't happening. Oh, you on a game to four o'clock in the morning. And when you all you want to do is just go get you a little bit and go to sleep and do the same thing the next day. And you telling me you're a leader. No, bro, it ain't happening. Where was this stuff coming from? The get togethers afterward. You know more about the person than anybody know about them. This Jezebel's spirit. This happened. That's going on. Trying to stop us from teaching in this area. I, I mean. And you notice I don't be talking about who leave and who stay. I don't talk that language no more. That's not that's not my I don't have nothing to do with that. I'm driving this bus. I'm just keep driving that bus. You understand? So there's a lot of things I could share. I won't share. And some things I will share because you need to know what's going on. When it's, you feel like you've been living clean, all of a sudden you feel a little loose in that. You feel it's OK because somebody's been telling you that mess and prophesying to you and telling you it's all right. And their life ain't worth jack. All right, let's get another one. I'm going to share something with you that happened in this city. And the folk ain't them going to jail. They ain't them going to jail. And they had a prayer ministry going. They wouldn't come to the prayer at the ministry. They had their own prayer ministry going. When I found out, I said, I mean, if that's what the Holy Spirit telling y'all to do, go right ahead. But if you got people here of this congregation over there, y'all need to let me know what you're doing. Because I'm responsible for their souls when you get through. I got to teach these teach them. And I knew it was off. I knew it was the money. And I told them that if I don't know about it, y'all don't need to be over there. They learned the hard way. A couple of them went over there anyway. Come to find out this old dirty bishop did the same thing in New York. He was doing it here. They got in trouble. One of the person he did it to called the police and they come. I said, don't call me. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Do not call me. I'm, nope. If I was your pastor, I would have known about what you're doing. Don't try to use my name. 
and folk went to jail. See, most people didn't even know about this. Folk end up going to jail as a result of it. These old witches getting folk over to the house and called themselves praying with them and, and fixing them up and stuff. They didn't have no real power. All right, let's do this other one. Challenge the pure word of Elohim being taught by true leaders. That's what Jezebel does in people. <laughs> I, be, I used to see it. Back there just talking, I'm teaching, they talking them. More than I'm talking while I'm teaching. Had one situation, individual was in praise and worship. Now we praise and worship now. You back there laying hands on people. I stopped the praise and worship asking, what, what are you doing? Can I get a witness? I asked, I said, man, what you doing? I said, we're not laying hands on nobody now. We're in praise and worship. That's out of order. And then I asked the, 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 the person, why are you being stupid and you know better? Well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I said, you better hurt his feelings. Because you're getting that same dirty spirit on you now. I stopped everything. We started that whole thing over. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Started the whole thing over. We weren't playing it. Challenging the pure word of Elohim. Pastor, Lord will call me the full-time ministry. I just want to be in the building every day. For what? I'm not in the building every day. I mean, what? I mean, I mean, listen, some people have real problems up here. It ain't no spiritual nothing. They need to have some, yeah, got some issues going on. And they come around congregations to try to find a place to hide and operate. I told my, if I'm not here, what, what the heck are you going to be here for? No, we're not doing it. No, we're not doing it. One thing I can say about me as a pastor, I always protect the people who want to be protected. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to uh, stop there. And we got some other things to get into. I tell you what, what I like doing is wetting your whistle, what we used to call it. Show some other notes, Demetrius, of what we're going to get into on the next session. We're identifying seducing spirits, all right? So these are some of the assignments of the uh, uh, Jezebel spirit. We're going to go to the king kill the witch. You're going to want to hang around for that. Go to the next one. The self-appointed prophet. You want to go, you're going to hang around for that one. Uh, what's the next note? The money prophet. Okay, that's all I'm going to give you right now. I'm going to show you right now. You can take it down. So you got these false prophets out here. You got self-appointed prophets uh, and they are masquerading as true prophets. I'm gonna show you where just because something happened that a person say does not mean they're a true prophet. There are seven, minimum seven, seven ways to test true prophecy. And that's what pastor teachers do, equip the people. So you'll be armed. You know how to handle that stuff. Ooh, he said he prophesied and it happened, child. Oh, yeah, that's a real prophet there. And then three nights later, you're in the hotel with him. That happened and I know about it. Let me get off of YouTube, this, this public media, and I'm going to tell y'all something else. <laughs> you know, I tell you, I don't talk a lot. Just going to talk a lot on me as happen. All right, so what we're going to do now, um, we're getting, let's just pray, and uh, we're going to continue on in this particular session, and we're still in our series, Teaching the Laws of the Kingdom. We need to know those laws to live by. Uh, Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that your word be solidified in our hearts, supernatural recall, come forth in our lives. Holy Spirit, you are giving an illumination to those whose hearts are right and postured in the right position to receive. And I thank you for that. Therefore, uh, Satan, you can't steal nothing. You can't take nothing. 
every seductive, uh, deceitful spirit, every false spirit, you are rendered helpless and harmless in your assignment against these heroes of your word. And we stand in the gap on their behalf and we just praise you for it now, Father. In the authority of Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. All right, Dr. Renee, go right ahead and see we got a few takeaways. We'll finish the rest of them uh, when we get off this platform. All right. So for those who are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for joining us once again. And then you can always put your comment in the chat. And for those who are with us right now, you have the opportunity to give your takeaway. And so I see Elder Demetrius, you have your hand up. And if there is anyone else who would like to give their takeaway, you can put your hand up also so that we can keep it flowing. Okay, go ahead, Elder Demetrius. Okay, uh, my takeaway take was uh, we talked about the uh, assignments of Jezebel. And when I saw that first one, I was like, wow. When it talked about uh, infiltrating the prayer ministry, and I just thought about how um, that that's very strategic because it's trying to break communication. Because, you know, when we, when we petition and we're praying, we're in communication. And I'm like, man, I didn't think about that. And... <laughs> But it was really powerful. So that was my, my takeaway without going into too much detail. Okay. Thank you so much, Elder Demetrius. Is there anyone else who would like to give their takeaway? You can raise your hand and we will call on you. If not, we're going to turn it back over to Dr. Larry. Anybody else? Okay. That was quick. <laughs> okay. All right. So we appreciate everyone. Um, uh, just fellowshipping with us and this this teaching on this particular uh topic we're dealing with and those takeaways are actually something uh that you had illumination that really helped you out and we just give people opportunity to share you know what helped you and what helped you connect the dots and uh we we do that to show how the holy spirit is moving and is teaching his people and he's bringing clear understanding and many times what you say to somebody will have an impact on their lives and loosen them up and they'll be able uh, to be more influential to other people. It's not this this ministry is not a big I'm not at the top. I'm at the bottom and holding up the vision, holding up the people and make sure that you are agents of change. And we all teach this message of the kingdom. Love you much. Appreciate you much. You can go to our website and powermanfaith.org. And you can get unedited messages. You can see how you can connect with us. Uh, go to EOFKC, our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to it and hit that bell at the top in the right-hand corner, upper right-hand corner, and you'll be notified every time we come on. This is personal development. It's personal, just like a personal trainer. So you have opportunity to ask questions, help you connect the dots. We love you much, and